Hello friends and welcome to Mendu Disney episode number 20, Halloween special. My name is Pete and join me tonight are the ghost of Matt and Tom. <laughs> Was that from uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. <laughs> Alright, so, so seriously, <laughs> was that from Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't know where it came from. It was the ghost of Matt welcoming us okay. uh, to his Halloween special. So, <laughs> for this week, uh, since it is Halloween, and since there's really only one Halloweeny, I guess you could call it, attraction at the Magic Kingdom. We're going to talk about the Haunted Mansion in depth. But before we get there, let's go, as we always do, to Tom with the uh, news for the week. What do you got? Yeah, um, probably one of the lightest news weeks we've had um, You know, since starting the podcast. Uh, we'll start over in Epcot, and Interventions East will be getting a new show. Um, oh, I... <laughs> Oh, looks like the ghost of Matt wants to chime in with some news. Uh, <laughs> though uh, Intervision East has been mostly empty since the sudden closure of the uh, Sum of All Thrills, it looks like Disney's not quite ready to totally give up on that uh, on that space yet. They've announced a new show that will be debuting inside the facility soon. It's called Speculab, um, and what it will be is a group of real scientists along with an eager tech-savvy intern uh, for a series of engaging experiments demonstrating demonstrating basic principles of science. The show will, will most likely rely heavily on audience participation, uh, and there has not been an opening date announced yet. I did read, though, that Disney said it'll be open, uh, opening before the end of next month. So if that goes as scheduled, when I'm in Disney World, I will be able to check it out. I'll be hitting, be hitting Epcot for two days, so can hopefully give a report back. It's an attraction, another attraction in Epcot. They really need to be working on getting something like this at Hollywood Studios, in my opinion. But Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I mean, there's so many things to do at Epcot. Matt, what do you what do you have to say? Okay, that's getting annoying. We're gonna we're gonna can the ghost of Matt for now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Epcot. If I were going to Epcot for one day, I don't know. If this is something. And again, it's not released yet. I don't know, but I don't know if this is something that I would make sure I you know got to. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, moving on to the Magic Kingdom. Again, we've we've mentioned that the Jingle Cruise has been confirmed. Uh, to return at Magic Kingdom, and it'll be doing so uh, next week. It will debut on November 2nd. There's going to be new props, gags, jokes uh, that I'm sure everyone everyone will enjoy. Uh, and they actually are also going to be changing the ride uh, queue and boathouse area for this attraction. There will be some more rustic-looking decorations, and then the radio loop will change to a holiday-themed music. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, checking that out when I go. And, and seriously, the last bit of news Another Splash Mountain refurbishment is now scheduled for 2018. Uh, my gut is that maybe they're behind schedule on the project now because, as everyone knows, it has been closed for an extensive fall refurbishment. It looks like they've scheduled a second refurbishment to start January 8th and run through February 1st. But, I mean, you know, it, it's pretty common to take Splash Mountain down once a year for refurb. and This ride's getting old, right? So maybe it needs a little bit more extensive refurbishment. I mean, I, I'll say... On our last trip, and well, you could, you could tell it needed to be just cleaned, cleaned, and some of the characters needed to be repainted yep. and, and touched up, and you know, just the stuff that they can't do on a day to day basis. Right. 
you know, that and they're, they're running a lot more boats or a lot more logs on that ride than I think was ever intended. And so you get these massive log jams at the end of the ride. Honestly, I mean, if they were to take some of those logs out, wouldn't the, would it still operate at the same speed? I don't know. I'm, it's Disney, right? I'm sure that they've got some kind of method to their madness, but it's kind of annoying getting caught at the waterfall at the yeah, end. That's what I was thinking of. In December, that'll be, you know, could be a cold spot to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only thing I've got, and I'll mention, is that they're opening another hotel at Disneyland, a little bit out of the scope of this podcast, but sounds like they're going to get rid of most of downtown Disney in Anaheim to do it. So that's kind of a big deal. They don't have a whole lot of space to expand at Disneyland. That is it for the news, unless there's anything else you can think of. No, that's really all, other than you know, continue to send Tom your donations on Disney's gift-giving website. Yeah, that's right. I haven't gotten any yet. I'm not sure what's going You know, they must be <laughs> lagging coming through because I know. It, it takes some time to process. That must be it. So as I alluded to in the intro, we're going to spend the majority of this episode talking about the Haunted Mansion. This is a Disney classic. I don't know what else you can say about this ride other than I don't think that a trip to Disney World is complete without riding the Haunted Mansion at least one time. It's one of those rides that you can ride as many times as you want, and you're always going to see something new. And and look, that's what really makes a Disney ride great. So before we get into talking about the attraction in depth, for those of you who have not been to Disney World, which I'm sure is few and far between, and who have not ridden the Haunted Mansion, you want to just go through a brief kind of walkthrough of the ride? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, hit a walkthrough, hit the history of the ride, how it got to Orlando, originated in Disneyland, obviously, and then, you know, go in depth with some of the backstory. Okay. So, the ride itself, we talked about the queue before. It's a fun queue. It's outside. It's outside of this mansion, which is a, you know, New York mansion. I think 18th century mansion, something like that. Mm -hmm. The mansion itself looks really cool. It's, you know, it's a little bit run down, but it's in typical Disney fashion. It's still pretty good looking. So the queue kind of winds through a graveyard and, and there's some fun gravestones to look at. And there's, there's some fun stuff to do in the graveyard outside. They've, we talked about the, the guy in the bathtub that shoots water and shoots bubbles out. We've talked about the, the musical instruments that you can play out there. So there's a lot of things to look at, a lot of things to do in this queue. Once you get through the queue, that's kind of where the fun really starts. You, you go into the stretching room. Yeah, I mean, the stretch room is a huge part of what makes this queue um, especially terrifying <laughs> if it's your... Especially your, for a kid, right? Yeah, I mean, if it's your first time in there, you don't know what's going on. Essentially, you're in this room, and there's there's no way out. I mean, there's no doors. There's They're packing everyone in, and they're telling you to get as close to the center as possible. And the room begins to stretch. Now, in Disneyland, there's actually an elevator. Uh, that you're moving down. In Disney World, there's not. Uh, and these portraits uh, that you see on the wall begin to get larger and larger and larger, and they often have a, you know, something funny um, that they display. And throughout all this, you're hearing the ghost host, you know, who will take you through the ride. You're hearing his voice. Uh, and all of a sudden, power goes out. He reveals himself uh, in the attic. <laughs> in an alarming way. In a very alarming way. Um, you see him hanging actually which is 
I mean, probably as dark as Disney gets. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, the, the ghost host essentially references the fact that he has committed suicide and you're looking at his his body hanging. I mean, it's I, I'm trying not to be so, you know, I'm trying to, to make it seem a little better, but that is what it is. And, and you know what? It's I think that it's important to note that this is really as dark as the ride gets right here. You know, because the rest of the ride is really kind of lighthearted and good fun. And, you know, but this, the stretching room is kind of as dark as it gets. And, and, I, and I will tell you this, the average child would be scared of the darkness and the scream. Mm-hmm. Not, they wouldn't put together, you know, speaking from my point of view as a kid, I didn't put together this this guy that's talking is the same one that's hanging and that guy killed himself. And, and they may not even notice him up there. Yeah. And I mean, it's quick. I mean, it's lights out, boom, boom, done. You know, it's a very quick scene. You, you as parents, if you've ridden it, you know kind of what's coming. So but, after the after the stretching room, you go through the mad rush to get on the Doom buggies. Yep. And and the Doom buggies are your ride vehicles. The Doom buggies are your ride vehicles. Yeah. And this is the one place at Disney World that I'll say that Disney has done a poor job of crowd control. Because it really is, it's it's a mad rush to get out of this room and get into a line to get on these Doom Buggies. It's impossible to keep everybody together. But anyway, once you get on the Doom Buggies, you kind of start going th- on through the ride itself. You, you start off going through kind of the hallways of the mansion. There's, of course, the famous Haunted Mansion wallpaper with the eyes that look at you and blink. You know, there's all kinds of banging doors. Um... There's the endless hallway with the with the candelabra floating in the distance. There's the clock with the with the the hand rotating around. And you know, one other thing that you'll see is is the raven here. And this raven comes up multiple times throughout the ride, right? Yeah. So the raven, um early, early planning stages, and we can get into all this, the raven was gonna be utilized. I think at one point the raven talked too. Sounds right. Now the raven is is still there and it's you know, it's a raven, it's ominous. It kind of plays reference to uh, Edgar Allan Poe, uh, but you do notice the Raven multiple times throughout the attraction. So after you go through this, you you kind of go around the corner into Madame Leota's room. Uh, Madame Leota's having a seance, and she's calling the spirits. And it's after this point that you really start to see the ghosts in the Haunted Mansion. Before it's kind of been all unseen, it's at this point that you start to see stuff, and Madame Leota is kind of a cool effect. I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it, but it's it's a cool effect. The Raven is back in this room again. So after Madame Leota's room, you see the famous ballroom scene with the appearing and disappearing ghosts that are dancing. Very simple trick that Disney uses here, but it's it's super impressive to see it actually pulled off. Yeah, I mean, I think this is probably the biggest takeaway a lot of people walk when they get off the attraction, they're talking about the ballroom uh, because it's incredible. You know, again, it's all angles and what you're, you know, what you're seeing, what you're not seeing. And, and Disney has all that, you know, planned out. But it's, it's a really simple. It's 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 extremely simple to how they do it, but it's 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 perfected. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's an incredible scene, and there's a hidden Mickey in there too, actually. But yeah. anyway, it, it's it's something that I always look forward to when I. I'm only a haunted mansion attraction. So after after the ballroom scene, 
uh, you you go up into the attic, and this is where you see the bride, who <laughs> we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but this is also where your doom buggy turns around backwards, and you go backwards out the window of the attic. You want to you want to hit on that at all? Yeah. So, and we're gonna hit on this um, more throughout the episode. But when you're so when you're actually going out of the attic, as you go backwards, you're simulating a fall. So you're falling backwards out of the attic, and when you get there, you'll see the caretaker and the dogs shivering because you've now died and become a ghost. And all the ghosts in the graveyard are happy and celebrating that you are a ghost. This is a scene that people just, they it took me years before I really dug in and realized, wait a second, we were just in the attic. And if you know some of the backstory of the myths, I guess, that this ride has uh, evolved with over the years, you start to think, hold on, did I just did I just die? Did I just get thrown <laughs> out of the attic? Um, so that is a uh, it's a pivotal part in the, the story of the haunted mansion. It is, but and, and you know, okay, maybe we jumped out of the window and we just fell out of the window and we're dead now. But when you go into the graveyard, this is where things get exciting and where things get kind of happy because you know, grim grinning ghosts has been playing throughout the entire ride. But it picks up the tempo here. It gets it gets to be like a happy song. Um, there's ghosts popping out everywhere. You know, it's kind of it's kind of silly at this point. You know, you see the the singing busts that are singing grim grinning ghosts, and I don't know. It's just it's a lot different atmosphere than the haunted mansion has been before this point. Yeah, and I and and back to to our initial statement. There's no other dark and real scary part to me outside of that stretching room, and it's funny because maybe the darkest or second darkest part of the ride is one that people don't even realize mm-hmm. because it is you are in this celebration of fun and the music is great. There are so many things to look at. There are things that pop up at you that don't necessarily scare you. I mean, you kind of see them coming. They could. I mean, if you get caught at the right time, they could scare you. But it, It's such a fun scene, and it's so well done. And, and if you ever have a chance to go out to Disneyland and see the Christmas overhaul they do, oh that, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. Now, they don't do that at Disney World, but getting into the holiday season, I have seen the overhaul, and it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So after this kind of outside graveyard scene, you go back inside – and it's at this point that you see the famous hitchhiking, hitchhiking ghosts. And these ghosts hop on your doom buggy with you. <clears throat> um, it's, it's a neat effect how Disney does this. You know, they used to have the ability to pop up with tombstones with your name on it, that kind of thing. I think they've turned that off. So they're not doing that anymore. Yeah, and I, and I loved that, actually, because it, it was like more technology, but it basically tracked your magic band. Mm-hmm through and it had your family name on there i thought that was really cool it freaked me out the first time i saw it yeah you'd written it so many times Mm -hmm. then it's like wait a second that was my last (laughs) name (laughs) so yeah that is um that was always the funniest scene to me as a kid you know to see them in my doom buggy with me (laughs) yeah yeah so that's pretty much the ride in nutshell and you know, there's obviously a lot more that goes into it than that, but but that's the basic premise of the ride. And of course, after that, you walk through, out back, kind of through the queue again, and uh, you're back in uh, Liberty Square. Yep. Now, now we wanted to give a, a basic walkthrough of the ride because some of the myths that have developed over the years 
um, you know, we're going to be referencing back to those points. Uh, so I'm going to lead it off. We're, we're going to hit you guys with a little bit of the history of the attraction. And the, the interesting thing is so many Disney attractions have stories that come with them. You think, of, I think Splash Mountain is one of the best examples to me. You know, you pretty much know the story and the, the queue builds up what you're going to see. But the Haunted Mansion kind of arrived without any backstory. And so, of course, things have developed over the years. The original planning for Haunted Mansion actually started in 1957. So this would have been for Disneyland. And Walt wanted some sort of a, a Haunted Mansion attraction, but it initially started as a, a walkthrough. It was going to be like a walking tour where butlers and maids took you through various rooms and explained the story of the former residents. There'd be, you know, there'd be basically the same haunted effects, but you wouldn't be in a ride vehicle. This this idea got kicked around so many times. Yep, yeah, he. Well, and I, I I wanted to drop in here that Walt was really p- particular on how this attraction looked too, mm-hmm. right? Because he didn't want obviously in the planning for Disneyland. Walt was very set in stone of how he wanted he he wanted things to have a certain look and a certain feel to him, and so he didn't want this big decrepit haunted you know decrepit looking haunted house sitting in the middle of his his theme park. So that was that was kind of the initial thought was hey let's make this house it's going to look great on the outside we'll let the ghosts kind of have their run of it on the inside and um, but but we'll keep up the outside so. That's kind of how, you know, you've got that iconic haunted mansion. And, and look, it's it's different in every park, but when you see it, you can still tell it's the haunted mansion, regardless yep. of what park you go to. Yeah, and that, that is a unique thing. It is a little different in each park, but the, the original backstory for the Disneyland attraction, it was going to be a walkthrough, and then it was going to be a water ride, and um, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know that, you know, from the reading I've done, I don't know that Walt necessarily knew what he wanted. I mean, they were very much in the beta stages when they started talking about this. Yeah, I think he wanted a, I think he wanted a haunted house, but he didn't necessarily know exactly what he wanted in that haunted house. Yeah, and I mean, but he knew he didn't want it to be. He didn't want it to be your typical cheesy amusement park haunted house. He knew that, right? And at one point, they even had where they wanted a room for um, what, like the Museum of the Weird. Mm -hmm. And so this ride actually had a a ton of different um, Imagineers. A part of the team. It started with Ken Anderson, and, and I think he got involved with a movie and had to get off the project. And uh, long story short, it, it actually opened in 1969 in Disneyland, and then 1971 in Disney World. Uh, so getting to the Disney World one, they kind of had a blueprint for what they wanted to do. Disney World is in a different setting than Disneyland's. I believe Disneyland's revolves around New Orleans. Yeah, it's in New Orleans Square at, at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. So it's a. It's a New Orleans-style mansion at, at Disneyland, which obviously wouldn't work in kind of the Liberty Square setting of Disney World. Right. Um, and so there's there's a little bit of difference in, um, you know, some of the players, I guess, that would have hit the, the backstory for the Disneyland attraction versus the backstory of the, the Disney World attractions. But over the years, this has been one of the most widely talked about attractions in Disney World because there isn't a story and cast members have their belief of what's happening. People have you know, talk to Imagineers that were on the project and indirectly had talked to Walt, you know, at some point. And so what we're going to do is we're going to dive into some of these backstories and we'll discuss them and, you know, we'd love any feedback from you guys on which one you think probably is the most accurate and what Disney World tried to create here. So basically, Walt knew he wanted a haunted house. He knew he wanted it to be different. 
But that was all the direction that he gave. Yep. So there is no overarching or defining story. So over the years, cast members have kind of made up their own. Yep. Okay. So the uh, the first theory, I guess, that um, that I'm going to hit is would be called the death of the seventh wife. Uh, and so the way this, this story goes is Master Gracie, um, and, and to give you guys some background, there's a little bit of confusion on is Master Gracie just the owner of the home or is he actually the ghost host? Uh, it, it, depending on where you look, you'll, you'll say he is the ghost host and you'll hear that he's not. But he, his name is involved in all the myths. Uh, so Master Gracie had been married six times previously, but all of his wives had died. He met and proposed to his seventh wife. A little bit of a prankster who liked to mess with her husband, so she uh, decided to play a trick on him on their wedding night. While in her wedding gown, she snuck up to the attic and hid in a large trunk that was there. Unfortunately, the trunk locked, and nobody heard her cries for help. She suffocated and then died. Master Gracie was beside himself with grief. He had his wife's body placed in a horse-drawn carriage to be brought to the cemetery. As Master Gracie held his wife's hand for what was going to be the last time, something spooked the horse and it bolted. Her wedding ring fell and was stomped into the pavement by one of the horse's hooves. The next day, the carriage was found outside the cemetery, but the horse, the driver, and the corpse were nowhere to be found. This was the last straw for Master Gracie. He was so grief-stricken, he went back to the mansion and hung himself. So this ties a lot of things together at the Haunted Mansion. Yep. Um, first, you've, you've got the bride, right? Yeah, so you, you've got, you have the bride, you have the attic, mm-hmm. and you have the horseless carriage, which can be seen outside of Haunted Mansion. And you also have the ring, which is now part of the queue. The, the ring is what kills me on this one. The reason I say that is because the ring wasn't initially supposed to be there. And we can hit on that. And let's well, let's let's go ahead and get into the ring a little bit. So, when the haunted mansion initially opened, there was what some kind of piece of metal or something like that. It was that a circular was piece of metal on the pavement. Yep. In in the pavement, and over the years, people associated this circular piece of metal with a wedding ring for whatever reason. So when Disney redid the queue for this ride, they they took this circular piece of metal and the indentation that it left in the pavement out, and people went nuts over it. So it's back now, mm-hmm. and it's and it's a it's a it looks like a ring now. You know, it's and not- it is a ring now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It- um. Now, what this leaves out to me though is that this mansion was built on the site of an ancient Indian burial ground, right? I mean, isn't isn't that kind of the initial backstory of the house? Yeah. So the original backstory is that it was on an Indian burial ground. Okay. So, but and and so that's not referenced. That's at all. not referenced at all. But and really. Okay, yes, it talks about Master Gracie and how he died, but it doesn't say anything about any of the other ghosts that are in the Haunted Mansion, why why they're there or anything like that. All it says is this dude had some crappy luck and he went and hung himself. And, you know, knowing that he may or may not be the ghost host, I don't know, this is kind of weak for me. Now, I, I do think that the ring and the bride have to be tied to each other somehow. But I don't know. This this whole thing kind of is, is flaky to me. Well, that gets the ring outside. Mm-hmm. That gets the ring outside, and that does explain the person hanging in the attic. But I guess if... <laughs> and this is semantics, I guess. If if I'm a corpse and I'm in a coffin, like how's my wedding ring going to fall off and fall into the ground? I don't know. Semantics. Doesn't really matter, but this I don't is know. One this, of the ones that, this is one of the theories I think it, it was developed by cast members... 
I think it's creative. I think there may be some truth to it, but I, I don't fully buy into this one. And this one does really play into that ring. So it makes me think this one was maybe a later theory. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a fanboy, the ghost of a fanboy who really loved the ring, <laughs> who came up with this. Not sure. But I, but I, you know, it, it does explain why the bride is there. Yep. But, but I think, and I could be wrong here, but I mean, the bride is the one that had many other husbands before her current wedding, right? I mean, not the other way around. We don't know. I mean, (laughs) I mean, from her appearance, look, she's holding an axe. Yep. And she's basically threatening you. Yep. So that kind of, I don't know, it kind of turns that on its head to me. So what else? So that's theory one. Uh, Theory two would be called Madame Leota's Curse. As for the biographies, here's the basic story behind this one. And this hits a little bit on Master Gracie and Madame Leota and, and how they fit together. So completely different theory from the first one. You just make sure you separate all of them and look at them individually. Uh, so Madame Gr- Master Gracie had the mansion built on a hillside for he and his bride. On an Indian burial ground. Correct. <laughs> Madame Leota. <laughs> that's, I think that's that's kind of a baseline to all of these, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Madame Leota was a medium who wanted Gracie badly, but he loved his bride more. Leota cursed the house and Gracie. They didn't die right away. There were quite a few other things that happened before Gracie and Leota died. And it's not necessarily clear on how she died, if she was murdered or not, but her body was pulled from a river, having shrunk to the size of a doll, which is our exp- it's kind of the explanation for the little Leota. Okay. Which I don't and- think we talked about. The, the little Leota is, as you're exiting the Haunted Mansion, is kind of sitting... Way up above where your doom, a, a tunnel your doom buggy passes yeah. through. Yeah. Yep. Which I always assumed that that was the bride again. Yeah, but. and it's it's tricky. I mean, they're they're all it's 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 hard to distinguish them all. But anywho, the mansion was uh, you know cursed, so everyone generally met you know a nasty end, uh, and the spirits stayed there. The raven was Leota's pet, and um, there's no apparent record of its actual death. Maybe it was never alive. Okay. Doesn't explain the bride. So this one, yeah, this one totally leaves out the horseless carriages outside. Doesn't mm-hmm. explain the bride. Uh, does not hit the ring. But again, the ring was never initially supposed to be there. True. Um, so I'm fine with it, with that being left out. This one's a little light in the loafers to me too. I, this isn't the one that I personally think is the story. But I, I do think there's more to Madame Leota and how she plays a role, you know, within the Haunted Mansion and all the weird things that go on in there. No, absolutely. I mean... It's it's not every house that has some chick summoning spirits in their house. If I go downstairs right now, like I don't have somebody summoning spirits in my living room. Right. Unless my wife has taken up a new hobby, which who knows at this point. But yeah, so there's got to be some kind of explanation why Madame Leota is there, why she's summoning these spirits. Why I mean she's obviously not alive, right? Because she's she's, dead. A, she's a disembodied head floating in a in a ball. Yep. So she's obviously not alive. Um, so for for this one, I think the the biggest truth is that Madame Leota was in love with Master Gracie. Okay, I I can buy that. I can buy and, that. And I don't know if she murdered anyone, but I, I do think she's haunting the house. Okay. The third one is the one we'll spend the most time on. This is the one for me. I mean, this is what I believe is um, probably the truth. I don't actually have what it'd be called in. Disney World, but I do know that they shared this one on the King's Keys to the Kingdom tour. Uh, so I'm going to hit the story, and then I'm going to hit a little bit of an explanation. So the story is that many years ago, Master Gracie and Emily, the wife, uh, were is engaged. It, wait, is Emily the bride? 
the yeah the bride the bride to be uh, okay okay now again it seems like she's a murderess but continue so many years ago master gracie and emily were engaged but madame leota was also in love with master gracie leota believed that if emily were gone master gracie would fall in love with her and they could get married on master gracie and emily's wedding day leota killed emily and put her body in a trunk and put the trunk in the attic of the mansion master gracie was so distraught over emily's death he hung himself Madame Leota was left to haunt the mansion after she presumably presumably died of old age. Okay. And so they go on to say the explanation of this ride. They say, hey, did you know that you became the, the 1,000th happy haunt within the mansion? The ride begins with you entering this haunted house many, many years after those, those three key characters had died. And as you enter, you think you see the pictures on the wall following you or, or maybe changing in the first room, like we referenced the stretching room. Uh, as you're in the stretching room and you're not still sure if the eyes are playing tricks on you or not, Suddenly lights go out and you see a hanging body, which is Master Gracie. You are now scared. So this is the theory of the story. So you run to find a way out of the house. This is where you board your doom doom buggy. You run through the hallway, the library, and you see pictures looking at you. You enter a room where you see Madame Leota calling up the ghosts and spirits to haunt the house and scare you away. Now that Madame Leota has awakened the ghost, the ballroom scene is the first room you actually see real ghosts, as you referenced earlier. You keep running and you find yourself in the attic where you see the ghost of Emily in a wedding dress and her heart beating. Next to her is the trunk containing Emily's body. If you look closely, you will see her wedding dress hanging out of the trunk. Emily's angry, restless, and strikes out at the first thing she sees, which is you, and she pushes you out of the window. So this is where your doom buggy tilts backwards and you began to descend down which, what is a hill in the, the ride. But uh, if you look to your right, you'll notice the broken attic window that you just fell out of. Unfortunately, you don't survive the fall and you were killed. <laughs> you don't this make is it. where this is why the caretaker and his dogs are shaking when they see you because you have now become a ghost and the ghosts in the graveyard are celebrating your death. Since you are a ghost now, the other ghosts appear more solid to you. The ride ends with Madame Leota, that freaky little doll that Pete <laughs> referenced, telling you to remember to bring your certificate if you want to re- bring your death certificate if you want to return or retire at the mansion. This is a story that has the most substance to me. Because it was is shared on Keys of the Kingdom, I think it probably evolved from a lot of the other myths that we've shared. Uh, but you hit a lot of important things. It's dark. It's so dark. I mean, basically, you fall out of a window and you die. And then yep. they're happy about it. Now, to me, where this loses it is, it is it does not explain the carriage outside. It does not explain the ring other than indirectly. Yeah, so the it gets you to the attic, and it gets you out of the attic. But I still, that carriage has to play a role. And that first, the first myth I shared with you, it had the carriage. I think the ring was added in as maybe an after effect. So I don't know. I mean, it's the other thing that the other thing that it loses on me is that if you want to call her Emily, but the bride in the attic, she doesn't seem like a very nice person. Well, she murders you. She pushes you out the window. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, it seems like. She's killed other people before you. So, I, you know, I don't know what kind of explanation there is for that. But regardless, that's that's really my only problem with it. Because, I, you know, I, we've talked about in the past the the overarching theory, I guess, is that, yeah, you, you fall out of the window backwards and you die. And regardless of what else happens, how you got there, why you're there, why anybody else is there. That's kind of always been the theory is that you're going through this house. You're not really seeing anything. For some reason, you fall out of the attic, whether you jump, whether you're pushed, whatever, and you die and you go into the graveyard. And that's when you really start to see the actual ghosts. 
So no, I I think that that's I think that's probably the best theory we've got as to why this ride is what it is. And you know, like you said, there there is no official story for this, right? I mean, it's it's always kind of been just the haunted mansion. There's never been an official this is this is what happened. Now, there was the movie that came out. Yep. Which I don't know. It is when the movie is. Master Gracie and the Ghost Toast were the same. That's correct. That's correct. But the movie was not good, so I tend to discount anything that it said. <laughs> it's um, it's one of the most fascinating rides to me, and I and I can. There's been books written about it. I mean, it, this isn't something that just you know Pete and I are weirdly interested and obsessed with. You know, we have had listeners reach out, and I think we referenced something about Haunted Mansion once, and couple folks said, hey, would you mind diving in and explaining what you were, what you guys were laughing about? Because we were laughing about, you know, the scene out of the attic. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we'll ever have the true answer to what the story is behind this ride. For now, if I had to pick one, I'm picking the last one that we shared uh, as probably the most accurately depicted storyline. You know, and again, I'll, I'll just mention that this house was built apparently on an ancient Indian burial ground. And apparently that's not a very good thing to build a house on. So I think that's, <laughs> I think that's kind of why it's as haunted as it is to begin with. But, you know, so all this other, because, I mean, you never actually see Master Gracie in the house, right? I mean, you see his picture maybe? You see his picture. And I, well, I mean, I guess it's okay. Is Master, if he's the ghost host, then you see him twice. Depending on if he is or is not the ghost host. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, the graveyard would theoretically be your Indian burial ground. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I'm sitting here I, as we're recording the podcast. I'm thinking of more angles of the attraction that that we have it have it maybe examined to the fullest. No, there's a ton of them. I mean, there's a ton of possibilities here. You know, the bride could be behind everything. It could be a it could be a murder house where she lures people in and kills them. Yeah. You know, she could say, "Hey, we're having a wedding." The ballroom scene could be her wedding party, and then she killed everybody at it. You know, if you want to, if you want to just throw something wild and crazy out there, that that could be it. She could plan fake weddings and kill everybody at the weddings. <laughs> I mean, there, there's there's a ton of different ways that uh, that you could go with this. But if you, but you know, if there's there's so many different angles that you could take at this, is is that not a possibility? The ballroom scene could be her wedding. I mean, yeah. I mean, it theoretically. Any of that could be true. Madame Leota could have been a guest at her wedding. You know, I tend to think Madame Leota is probably behind the mo- most of this haunting because she's a little. She's a little. You know, spooky. She summons the ghost. She's a little spooky. Yeah. Well, uh, those are the myths we had to share in the, the storylines. Now there are also some some pretty cool secrets that go along with this ride. Uh, just you know, we always talk about the Disney difference, and one, Madame Leota is actually played by a Disney Imagineer. Leota Tombs Thomas. Uh, so that that was her face. It was not her voice, actually. Uh, they only used her face. No, and it was the the, the original voice was Maleficent yes. also, right? Yeah. Yep, it was. Also, when you're in the queue, uh, you'll notice tombstones that have names and funny little sayings on them. Those all, rep- all represent Imagineers and cast members that were responsible for putting the uh, Haunted Mansion in motion. Uh, so that's a cool sentiment sentiment to uh, to those folks. There's also at the Magic Kingdom, so at Disney World's Magic Kingdom, there is a Madame Leota tombstone. And if you look closely enough, you will catch her her eyes actually moving, opening, closing, and watching you. Uh, so that Creepy. is the 
first set of eyes that you really feel like, wait a second, you know, did that tombstone just look at me? Well, and there's the the pet cemetery there too, right? Yes, there is, uh, and there is a awesome, awesome uh, tombstone or article to you. Not even know what you'd call it, but Mister Toad is there. And so, for those of you who are familiar with Mister Toad's Wild Ride, Winnie the Pooh has taken the place of that ride, and Mister Toad is now in the cemetery. Now, isn't isn't there some kind of doesn't it say, "Dear Mister Toad, it's sad but true." Not nearly as marketable as Winnie the Pooh. It's not nearly as something as Winnie the Pooh. And because, it's, it's, uh, and I don't think you can see that from the queue. No, he's hard. No, he's hard to see in general. Yeah. And another one, and Pete and I referenced it. You see the ghost host twice, and it doesn't matter if you think the ghost host is master, if you think he is uh, Master Gracie or not. You do see the ghost host twice. The first one you see is obviously the attic, and you see a picture of him. Uh, later in the attraction, uh, so that's that's another thing. And and he, um, if you listen to some of the words he says, he's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a very uh, interesting sense of humor. He does, and it's look back to back to what I said before. This is not your typical haunted house. This is there are some things that could scare you here. There's some jump scares, if you will, but this is all in good fun. This is definitely Disney's take on a haunted house. And it's it's supposed to be more fun than scary, I think. Yeah, it's um like I said, the storylines that we've shared tonight, and and as dark as they are, uh, and that opening scene in in the stretching room, you know, it's not intended to be sick and dark. There was never really a storyline that went that went with this, and so obviously cast members and park goers have evolved various storylines that you know kind of run side by side with the attraction. But mm-hmm. it is a very fun ride. It is, it is. A must do. And and none of your none of your theories mention the hitchhiking ghosts. Yeah, and I know that they have names. I couldn't find any theories that that hit on the hitch. If you have one to share, or if there's anything there that that you want to expand on, go ahead for sure. No, and I did, I just invite our listeners if if they know anything about the hitchhiking ghosts because that you know we pretty much ignored them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, seriously, any listeners that I'm sure there are people out there that listen to our podcast that do enjoy the Haunted Mansion and have heard their fair share of stories. I guess in the past couple of years, I've gotten a little more fired up about learning about it. Uh, as a kid, I didn't realize half the things that I know now about it, especially not the attic scene. Well, and it's I one actually, of those rides that if you're in the queue and you're on your cell phone and you're ignoring everything, you're, you're missing a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. Because there's so much you can see just in the queue between the tombstones and the... I don't know. There's there's a lot of those Disney touches that we talked about for yeah, you to and, see. And, and do, uh, do yourself a favor and spend some time looking for that wedding ring. It mm-hmm. was really, It's really cool to find. It's hard to find. It's hard to find. If you can't find it, you can always ask the cast member that's working out front that can show it to you. And, and take your time on this one. When you ride Haunted Mansion and, and you go through the queue and... I joke about, hey, we know where to stand, <laughs> how to get to the ride quicker. But if it is your first time or, or you really haven't paid attention to some of the details, take your time going through uh, this queue because this one's one of the better ones Disney's ever done. Yeah, I agree. Anything else to say about the Haunted Mansion? That's it for now. Any uh, any listeners have anything, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Podcast or our Gmail account, MendoWDW at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely let us know because this is something that we love to talk about and 
This is something that when we ride the Haunted Mansion on the Mendu Disney trip, we kind of brief the guys that were with us on these theories a little bit. And I think it adds a lot to the ride if you if you have a little bit of the backstory or potential backstory behind it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, next time, anyone who listens, next time they go backwards out of the attic, they're going to be looking <laughs> yeah. around for that. Is the attic window, is it to my ride, is it broken? Are we really dying right now? <laughs> and, and one that I'm going to look for is the chest. I'm going to look to see if her wedding dress is hanging out of it. Mm-hmm. I've never That's noticed. That I haven't before. noticed. So if that's there. Oh, that sounds like that was a ghost of Matt. He, he um, almost sounds like a dying animal. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's gotten into him. I don't I don't know what's wrong with him, but uh, he said that it's it's time to move on to the Disney Secret of the Week and the Disney trivia question. So what have you got for us this week? Well, we'll, we'll listen to him. I don't want to mess with any ghosts, especially this time of the year. <laughs> I know how you I, feel about haunted things. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's it's a wonder that I even get in the Haunted Mansion. Uh, but anyway, Disney Secret of the Night is going to revolve around none other than the Haunted Mansion. With this releasing on Halloween, uh, we felt it would be appropriate. So I just got a question for all our listeners. Do you have a desire to get on the Haunted Mansion attraction quicker? I'm actually giving you the advice after I told you to take your time. Stand under the painting of the girl with the parasol because it's where the door to the ride opens at Walt Disney World. So if there's any uh, listeners that go to Disneyland, it, that's not the same there. Uh, but for Walt Disney World, that is where the trap door or trick door opens. And the trivia question, we'll, we'll hit the winner from last week and then the trivia question for this week. I'll remind all our listeners, the question was, how much was an adult ticket in Disney World for opening day? I uh, saw a lot of guesses at 80 cent to like a buck 20. So it made me recheck to make sure I wasn't I wasn't wrong. It was uh, $3.50 a ticket. Yeah, and, that, and again, as we alluded to last week, that did not include any rides. You had to buy ride coupon books to actually ride Mm -hmm. the rides uh but to get admission to the park it was three dollars and fifty cent a ticket uh thank you everyone who participated we uh, look forward to continuing the trivia of the week and this week's trivia will also revolve around money how much was the 48 square miles of florida swampland put purchased for when walt originally bought it so essentially the question what's what was the purchase price of the 48 square miles of florida swampland at the date of purchase and how does that compare to how much it's worth now? Yeah, you know what? We can add that in there. I'll find how much it's worth today and give you a little comparison. So both answers. Uh, how much did it cost at the time and what's it worth today? But outside of that, that is it for me. All right. Well, uh, well good stuff. Well, Matt, you got anything else? Matt just wants to say if you've got any suggestions comments or questions again please hit us up on twitter or at our gmail account that's all for this week please tune in next week for some more disney magic as the ghost of fanboy matt said look for us on twitter at mendu wdw podcast if you have any suggestions questions or comments please tweet us or email us at mendu wdw at gmail.com if you enjoyed the podcast please subscribe and leave us a review it really does help us out Thank you so much for listening and giving the most valuable thing that you have, your time. We'll see you next week.